Welcome to Content with Character, the weekly podcast that'll give you the momentum you need to create content with more ease, clarity, and laughter. I'm your host, content copywriter Emily Aborn, and I'm all about unconventional marketing approaches. I believe in your big ideas, and I'm excited to help you share them in a way that's distinctly you. Hi, welcome back to Content with Character. Today we're going to talk about some of the power that content creation has when we take a little time on the front end of the creation process to consider what we want it to do for us in our businesses, but also the person that we're speaking to. So as we get started, I want you to imagine for a moment that your assignment is to tell someone how to get to you right now. Whether you're in your office or you're on a walk or you're driving your car or you're in your shower, you probably wouldn't want someone to find you in the shower, but how could I find you? Chances are that you probably said to yourself, Emily, where are you starting from? Where are you in relation to me? Like, I need to know if you're coming from Timbuktu or if you're coming from New Hampshire, you need to ask where I'm coming from first. Because if you don't know that, if you don't know where I'm coming from, and you just start by describing what your house looks like on the street, or what color shutters you have, or, you know, it's the one after that third big rock on the left, I promise you I will get very, very lost trying to find you. And I can even get lost with a GPS, so it doesn't take much, but you get the idea. I see so many people missing this mark when it comes to their content and their messaging and where they really start in guiding people to their businesses. And so I wanted to dive in and talk about meeting your clients and customers where they are in their journey, because depending on that factor, how you speak and guide them to you is going to look much, much different. And as with many of the concepts on this podcast, we're going to keep on building and digging into this one. But today I want to give you kind of like a high level look so that you can use content as a bridge to get people from where they are now to finding you. Speaking about ourselves and what we sell and how to work with us is really important and fundamental. And we're going to focus on that too a little bit in this episode, a lot more in the future. But I believe that better content and clearer messaging comes down to focusing just as much on what you are offering as who they are and where they are coming from. And here's the fun part, content, communication, the words we use, that's the bridge. That's all that we have to do is we just have to use our content and our communications to create that bridge that connects them to us. So let's get into it. And really quick before I do, if this is your first time listening, I want to create a little bridge between you and me and tell you a little bit more about who I am and what this is all about. So I will introduce myself and let you know how this podcast can help you depending on where you are. This podcast is all about marketing, visibility, content creation, but doing it in a way that really works for you and lights you up. My desire is for this show to help you unlock more and more of your yourself, your you-ness, so that you can stand out as a business owner and also make a bigger impact in the world. As far as me, I am Emily Aborn. I'm a content and website copywriter. I'm the owner and founder of She Built This, as well as a podcast host of the She Built This podcast. You might say the, those two podcasts are, this podcast and that podcast are like little sisters. Um, my business now is primarily conducted online, but I have owned a brick and mortar business. I have experience planning in-person events, and I've been in the marketing and copy 
copywriting world for over 12 years and working with businesses of all different sizes, various industries. I think I'm at like 92 industries total at the time of recording this. But another fun way to create a bridge between you and me is to share little things that make us who we are. Like, for example, fun facts. So for my fun facts, I'll share that my birthday is Lucky May 13th. I have two middle names, Catherine and Grace, and I am not a morning person. I am also not an evening person. I'm an afternoon person, which I think this comes to as a a surprise to many people. I think they think I'm like some sort of morning lark, when in actuality, I can barely form complete sentences before 10 a.m. Okay, now that I know you and you know me, let's get into it. One of the many reasons I started this podcast focused on content is because content is one of the many things that all of us as business owners and entrepreneurs have in common. And if you did listen to my last episode, I can I shared that I could think of a few instances in which a business doesn't need content, but Even with those examples that I gave, I pose an argument for why I still think that those businesses could benefit from it. Content is just a fancy way of saying communication. It is a tool for communication, usually a form of communication, and it's how we interact and kind of touch base with our customers and our community. And we can use our content as a way to build a bridge between what we offer and what somebody else wants or needs. And I think when you pose it like that, when you think of it like that, it actually feels so much lighter. It's like, oh, all I have to do is communicate with the people. All I have to do is communicate with the people as myself. This feels a lot better and easier. Have you ever had your uh, spouse or significant other or kids come home and you can just tell that they're in like a mood and you need to communicate with them in a certain way? Maybe they need cheering up right now or they had a hard day and you just kind of like want to tread lightly or you can tell they're a little extra sensitive right now. It's the same kind of concept when it comes to our clients and our customers when it comes to our message landing. We need to get clear on who they are and how we want to say, how we want to speak to them, kind of like read the room, right? And figure out how they need to hear it and then speak to them as ourselves in that way. So that's how we're going to connect the dots today. We're going to start with you. And uh, to start with you, I heard this really great analogy once. I think it was from Laura Beauprelant of Lab Creative. She was talking about cupcakes. And she described it, she said to imagine a giant tray full of plain vanilla cupcakes. And let's pretend that everyone in your industry doing exactly what you do is one of those cupcakes on that tray. All of the writers in the world, all the graphic designers in the world, the coaches, the consultants, the interior designers, they're all on that tray with you, with nothing differentiating you from one another. So what would make it so that a customer would choose you as the cupcake over another? Chances are they would probably just go with the one that's closest to them and most convenient, or maybe it was the one that was the furthest way because they thought it was freshest, but they would probably just pick, you know, if if there was a cost attached to them, they'd pick the cheapest one, but for the most part, this is going to be pretty random as to which vanilla cupcake they chose and why. Nothing is really standing out as far as vanilla cupcakes. The fact is there are a lot of people doing what all of us do. And we do not want to be victim to people just choosing us because we're closest or cheapest or most convenient or that they hope 
They're going to get the freshest one. We want people to choose us for us because we are doing a successful job of differentiating ourselves in a saturated market and busy online space. So how do we do it? How do we stand out from the noise? Well, we choose not to be a vanilla cupcake. We can actually really have fun and decorate our cupcake any way that is true to us. But in order to do that, you kind of have to figure out like, all right, what does make this cupcake different in the first place? Like, how do I want to decorate this cupcake? And now, of course, I'm starting to think of all these delicious cupcake flavors, red velvet cake with buttercream frosting, carrot cake with crunchy walnuts and cream trees frosting, chocolate with the most darkest chocolate you've ever tasted drizzled on it. Point is, you get to decorate your cupcake however you like. Not every single person is going to be drawn to your cupcake. Some people don't like chocolate. Some people are allergic to walnuts. Some people are suckers for red velvet cake. Some people do not like me and some people will not like you. But we do have a, I want to even say it's like a responsibility to decorate that cupcake as true to ourselves as possible. And and I know now I'm kind of like taking the analogy a little far. So how do we actually decorate this proverbial cupcake? We show ourselves. We show ourselves in our businesses, in our copy, in our branding. We show and highlight what makes us uniquely us. What makes you uniquely you? We want to show people and describe what sets us apart from all those other cupcakes. That is what will draw people to you, help to create that bridge, and furthermore, it helps burn bridges (laughs) or repel the people that you don't want to attract. And I say this often to people because I recognize that we all have a lot in common as human beings, and we're definitely more similar than we are different. But, and, there is truly only one you. You are one, one, just one in 7.923746 billion with your very unique DNA, set of experiences, stories, education, skill set, knowledge, personality, nobody else is you. And that is your one and only job is to be you in your business and in your content. So one way to create this bridge between you and your clients is to show them who you are. And I know, it is scary. It's scary to me too. (laughs) But I encourage you to get clear on like really what that personality is, what your voice sounds like. And we're going to get way more into this as we go along in this podcast. But I just wanted to offer some, like I said, today's going to be a little bit of a high level. So here are some examples of like really human personality traits that might come through in your content. They might come through in your messaging. Um, Personality traits might be smart and informative or very knowledgeable. Um, Sassy might be something that you have claimed to fame. Um, Bright, silly, playful, soft, soothing, bold, creative, warm, adventurous, encouraging, engaging. And I guess in thinking about this, like think about some of the adjectives that your friends would use to describe you and your clients would use to describe you. What is your spouse or somebody who you live with? used to describe you. Which of those adjectives do you disagree with? And ask yourself like, well, why do I disagree with that? What adjectives would you add to that list that describe you? If you sit down and kind of think of all those categories, that sort of brings out, I think, a really well-rounded picture of you. 
And there's no right or wrong answer. The idea is just to come up with a a lot of adjectives that describe who you are and then ensure that every piece of marketing that you put out is reflective of the true you, of this personality. And then just as important as that personality of yours is your unique set of skills or knowledge or the types of really specific expertise that you have. And of course, those random things that you're just like really, 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 really good at that other people seem to struggle with. It could be something fun like plate spinning, but I'm actually thinking more of something that's helpful to your clients or customers. What is something that you bring to the table that not everyone can say that they do or that they do well? Uh, One way I like to think about this one is to think about what gets under your skin when you see other people doing it. So for example, for me, you're gonna you're about to learn one of my pet peeves. Um, it's when people are not prepared for podcast interviews and they don't give me what I need to adequately share the episode that I was on of theirs, or they don't share mine if they were on my show. Um, this is, like I said, this is as a guest or a host, it drives me nuts when people do not show up prepared for podcast interviews. They just act like it's another appointment in their day. One of the things I am really good at, one of the things that sets me apart as a podcast host and a business owner is that I'm really good at prepping for my interviews and showing up prepared as both a guest and a host. And I also create like this really systematized, organized workflow that ensures that my guests are not left in the dark when it comes to how to share the episode, how to listen to the episode, what to say about the episode. I make sure that they have everything that they need, which trust me, this is not something that every podcaster can say. In fact, most cannot, and I've been on those shows. So Anyway, take some time to think about what some of those things are for yourself. Like what gets under your skin? What do you see in your industry that drives you nuts? And as you think of those things, you will start to find what you do really, really well. Um, You will hear me encourage you time and time again on this, that I believe that we should be incorporating some of these things, some of these things that set us apart like this into our messaging. Um, And there are probably other things for you, like maybe a specific skill set that you have or a specific education that you've gotten that really helps your clients in a certain way. And then let's take a look at your offerings, your products, your services, your courses, your events, your uh, free offerings, all of it. And I don't want you to just look at what you offer because chances are high that lots of people offer the what that you do. So an example of this would be like if you're a coach and you provide a weekly call, email correspondence in between sessions, a strategy document, giving them implementation steps. A lot of coaches probably do that. That's the what. Those are the features. Lots of people offer those same features. I want you to think about it more in terms of the benefits of what you offer and how maybe you do it differently. So what the real benefit is, what people can really feel in working with you. That's kind of what I want you to dive in with those offerings, products, services, courses, etc. So like using myself as an example, I could say, well, with my website copywriting clients, I give you six pages of copy and I do competitive research and SEO keyword keyword research and I'll give you a, a strategy document with what to do next. And that's great. All those features are fantastic, but they don't really know how that benefits them. So I need to think to myself, okay, what are the actual benefits to my clients? Well, the benefits are you're gonna attract more leads to your website 
without you having to do a thing. Like you can be sleeping and attract someone to your website. Um, You will know exactly how to share about this website launch and also repurpose some of your website content onto social media. You will have a strategy for the next steps so that when you're ready to take it to the next level and do more together, it's all mapped out for you. And you won't have to write it yourself, which is going to save you a ton of time, know-how, and frustration. So those are the benefits, okay? So think about what those things are for you as it relates to your products, as it relates to your services, your courses, et cetera, et cetera. What are they really going to gain from working with you? Like what transformation will they feel? What problems and struggles are you solving? And I want you to kind of like dig a little bit deep and even maybe think of specific scenarios or situations that people might be experiencing before coming into the program to work with you or before being your one-to-one client and then how that might look on the other side. And you should know this about me. I am not a pain point marketing person. (laughs) I've read Building a Story Brand. It's fine. It has some good stuff in it. But I really prefer to help people dwell in transformation and possibility. And I don't really think that like us triggering our clients' pain points or sending them into feeling overwhelmed or frustrated is really that ethical just if if we're using it as an opportunity so that we can swoop in and save the day. This said, my friend Erin Alilla always says that if we know somebody, you know, if your sister came to you and said she was having a terrible day or that, you know, she was feeling a lot of sadness and grief, you wouldn't just completely ignore that she had said that. So you have to, yes, acknowledge people's pain points, but just don't use pain points as your entire, like the entire crux of your marketing. I think that often when we do that, it leads to impulsive buying or regretful decision making because we're just kind of like capitalizing on someone's pain or despair or urgency, you know? And so I'm not writing pain points off entirely, like I said, because you need to know what they are. You need to be clear on what they are. I just don't like personally tapping on them every chance I get. I'm not into like exposing people's raw nerves just before I offer them a Band-Aid for what I've done. People do take pain points too far, far, far too far, and I'm not a fan. Okay, I'm totally getting off that soapbox now. We will be getting into how to take your your goals, your business goals, and tie it into your content in another episode soon. I'm going to really help you think through and map out like on a monthly, weekly, daily basis, what do I kind of need to be thinking of for my content? But I want to keep moving today and get into the stars of the show, your clients and customers, because they are looking for what you have. They want that cupcake that is decorated like you. So let's consider where your customers starting before they discover you and who they actually are. Like, if you had to guess, what is something that one of your ideal clients might be doing in this exact moment? And if you're rolling your eyes and you're like, oh my gosh, Emily, they could literally just be doing anything. Just play along with me, please, just this one time. Um, I will use myself as an example, okay? A lot of the people I help are coaches and service providers. So when I think about, all right, what are they doing right now? When I close my eyes and I envision them, I see that they're working on what they do best. 
They're on Zoom with their clients, and maybe they're even taking a day off tomorrow to spend with their family because they have time and financial freedom like they always wanted. My interior design clients, well, they're meeting with somebody right now in their houses and going to showrooms and picking out tile and placing orders and putting out fires when that granite slab arrives and it's a centimeter off. What is a day? Come on, think about it. What does a day in the life look like for your people? What do they struggle with before you work with them? What do they wake up in the morning and they're worried about or dreading in their day? What are they excited about in their day? Um, what part of their business do they absolutely like not want to deal with? And what part of their business do they absolutely love handling the very most? What tires them out? What energizes them? These are the pieces that you can dive into when it comes to thinking about your ideal people. And this is more, as you'll notice, this is more than just like age, they live here, they have about this much income. This is really diving into like the psychographics of who our people are and what they're feeling. Using the same example, if I go back to this client spending time with her family tomorrow and I'm thinking about how she's feeling, when she slams that laptop shut in satisfaction because she just had a day with clients that was well spent, suddenly she feels a pang of panic because she remembers that she hasn't sat down and wrote a single thing that she was going to write and she hasn't sent an email out to her list in two weeks, which she was going to do today and every other day this week. No worries, she says, but She'll do it tomorrow, but tomorrow, as we know, she's taken the day to spend with her family, so tomorrow comes and goes, tomorrow comes and goes, tomorrow comes and goes. Every time you create a piece of content, you can sit down, close your eyes, and picture that person, where they are now, what they're doing right now, what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. Picture somebody you've, if you can't think of like, if you're not into like make-believe, picture somebody you've worked with in the past and you just loved working with or someone that you is like your dream client who you would love to work with and just create, write, create content with them in mind. Just that one person, that one thing that they're feeling, you speak to just one of them at a time. You don't have to speak to the masses. So if you do have a number of ideal clients, which many of us do, um, just remember to try to speak to one person at a time, one feeling at a time because the more specific that you are in speaking to that person and in speaking to how they are feeling, um, the more effective you will be. And the expression goes, they care when they know how much we care. And that is a really huge, actually caring and like focusing on what they're feeling. That is a huge and powerful way to set yourself apart by seeing them and writing to them directly wherever they are at. All of us human beings, we just want to feel seen and heard and know that somebody like understands us and has our back, you know, that somebody really cares about us and wants to help us wherever we are at. Um, So here's what I want us to realize. We have the power to change lives. You have the power to change lives. What you offer, what you provide, it is something that people want and need. And they want it from you. Like they want that special, unique cupcake that you have decorated. So somebody is waiting for you right now to step out and share your content so that they can work with you, hire you, and buy from you. It is a gift to other people when you show up as yourself and create that bridge that connects to who they are with your content. So in wrapping today up, 
Take some time to think about who you are. What really sets you apart? Like, what do you do differently that nobody else does? What do you have to offer? What are the features and what are the benefits? What can they really expect to feel? Then consider your ideal clients. How are they feeling and thinking? How do they like to consume content? You know, where are they hanging out online or in person? If you're spending all of your time creating reels for Instagram and your ideal client is not watching reels on Instagram, that is not a very effective way to reach them. So think about how they're consuming content, where they're hanging out. What are they up at night Googling when they can't sleep? What's really driving them? What is important to them? And then how will working with you impact their life? Like how will it make their life better and change their life? People care when they know that we care. They care when we speak right to them and show them that we see them, hear them, and understand them. And if you can just consistently come back to that focus, that focus on your customers and meeting them where you're at with your content while still showing them you, at the end of the day, you will be further along than so many people in your industry. Remember, just like you, These people care about filling their wants and needs, and you get to show them that you're there to help do that. Like you're show them, you get to show them you're there to help them understand their pain points and that you have solutions for them. I can't wait to chat with you next week. I'll be sharing four types of content that you can consider sharing in your business and why I am slightly obsessed with dandelions, which if you visit my website, emilyaborn.com, you'll see dandelions here, there, and everywhere thanks to the talented one and only brand designer, Lindsay Taylor of Tailored Image. Today's assignment from today's episode is to get out there and try your hand at it. Build one really nice sturdy bridge between your business and your people by showing them them and showing them you. Bye for now. And remember, stay excited about those big ideas and showing up in the way that only you can. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Content with Character. If you loved the episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, and share it with someone else you know it could help. For more content and visibility tips, visit my blog at emilyaborn.com. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram at emilyaborn. I'd love to hear how this inspired you to take action.